0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. It is Friday. You ain't got no job. You ain't got shit to do. Do a podcast, yo. Fuck yeah. Okay. (laughs) It's Friday, October 2nd. Episode 93 coming your guys' way. The shout-outs this week. One big shout-out goes to a Facebook streamer that I support. I watch. He supports me. Big Bear 5110. Look him up on Facebook. He uh, had a giveaway last week, and he did this thing where if you like, follow, support him in certain ways, your name got on this wheel, and he spun the wheel, and I actually got first place in the drawing. Uh, part of me was like, dude, I'm, you know what I mean? I shouldn't accept it. I should maybe give it to another one of his followers, but I got to win a headset, and I needed the new headset so bad. I have these shitty... Uh, just cheaper headsets that I have that I mean they work and I just don't have the money to throw down on like a hundred, two hundred dollar, like really good headset. And the headset I won from him is awesome. It's like a hundred and fifty dollar headset if you buy it. And God, I'm just happy. He sent me some stickers and a bag and other things. I took it, man. I accepted it. Why wouldn't you? But huge shout out to him he is doing his thing streaming he is uh he's a one-handed gamer i mean he uses both his hands but one of his hands uh was been deformed since birth and it's pretty much he just has a thumb on it and and it and it you think about it man like it is it's hard to do some of the games we play with two hands and two thumbs and all our fingers so for him to make up for that and be as good as he is with pretty much just one hand is it's amazing and it's inspirational. So, Big Bear One, Big Bear Five One One Zero, go check him out. Also, the the good old Blasting Cast, the podcast out of Minot, North Dakota. My buddies over there do it. They talk about fishing and hunting, and I'm gonna keep shouting them out because every week they're putting out a new podcast and they're getting better every week. And I'm just trying to support a local podcast. Also, it uh, looks like Progressive Martial Arts is getting back into the flow of things. So if you guys want to get your jujitsu on, you want to get some striking on, or you just want to get in there and get a good workout on, go talk to Ken or Josh at Progressive Martial Arts, and they'll set you up. Uh, don't be afraid to walk in there. They're not going to just beat you up. It's not like Fight Club. It's professional. It's just, it feels, you'll feel at home. Give it a few times, and you'll be like, man, these people are, are fun. They're awesome. They choke each other and laugh about it. Uh, get in there. Learn some jujitsu. Learn some self-defense. Just get in shape, you guys. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, Hit me up, Dave's Podcast, one at gmail.com. Funny Welder Gaming, if you want to watch me do some of my gaming. I got a group, too, Funny Welder Gaming Group. Uh, Funny Welder on Instagram, and it is Dave Helmberg on Facebook. Dave's Podcast on Facebook. Uh, Hit me up, you guys. Uh, Thanks for listening. Enjoy. Hey, what's up, hey, everybody? What is going on, everybody? What's going on, everybody? What up, everybody? Welcome. Welcome to the Dave Cast. Welcome back to the Dave Cast. The Dave Cast. The Dave Cast. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for listening. Man, I cannot get a point across to save my life today, you guys. I'm getting emotional. Stop getting emotional, Dave. Listen to me, you guys. I'm out of control. So, welcome to the Dave Cast. I'm going to be your host, Dave Helmbret. This was the first podcast. I hope you guys liked it. I love you guys, and thank you so much. Love you guys. Thanks. Later. All right, you guys, I am back, back again, back again, back again. Davey's back, Davey's back. I keep forgetting all the time, my sisters, uh, a lot of friends from back home call me Davey, and I call my son Davey, at, at I guess at school nobody calls him Davey, everybody calls him David. Growing up, everybody called me Davey. <clears throat> As I get older, I'm kind of like, Davey sounds like something you'd call like a little kid named David. I just don't, I don't know. Davey's too cute for me, and I'm no longer cute. Just, I don't know. Dave, Dave works for me, I guess. A lot of people, not, everybody calls me Dave that didn't grow up in me. Nobody else calls me Davey. Why did I talk about that for so long? I don't know, you guys, but I'm back. Trying to be more consistent. This is... Uh, episode ninety three we're cruising along, trying to get to one hundred i'll sit here thinking like I keep numbering all the episodes. I think once I get to one hundred I'm going to leave it I'm just not going to number any episodes anymore, and then it's just going to be the fucking podcast you know I, mean, I don't know why I keep numbering it. I think it just kind of gives me motivation to keep pushing and and get to that hundredth episode. I I fucking bent over the other day. The cable guy came out to fix my fucking internet and I actually upgraded our internet and I don't think the upgrade's going to be worth it because we can't even get the 50 megabyte download speed. Uh, I've consistently be- been getting 35, but it's still making it hard for me to stream and game, which I do damn near every night. If I'm not online every night, it's because my internet probably pissed me off and I just... I I love to play Apex Legends. If I can't play Apex and stream it, I usually shut the stream off because I just want to keep playing Apex. There are nights where I just stream Minecraft, which will lag a little bit on me too. Uh, I started playing this new game, Among Us. Uh, My son told me to watch gameplay on it and uh, to actually try it out quite a while ago. And I watched some gameplay and I was like, this is kind of weird. And then I watched a few of the streamers that I like were playing it. What it is, it is a really basic game. It doesn't have like good graphics or anything like that. Uh, you're part of a 10-man uh, a crew. Two of them are imposters. So this whole crew, uh, once the game starts, you run around and you do all these tasks. A lot of them are neat little. They're type of little games or you just grab and click something. and just They're very, very simple. And you have about five or six of them that each of you have to do. Well, if everybody gets all their tasks done, you win the game. Well, there's two out, of the ten, two out of the 10 are imposters, and they'll run around and they'll kill people without trying to get caught. Uh, they can sabotage our tasks and make it harder for us. Uh, they can turn the lights off. They can sabotage doors and like, lock you in a room somewhere. Well, they're trying to kill us all off or you know before we can get our tasks done. And so when, when you find a dead body, you report it, and we all meet, and everybody gets to chat it gets fucking stupid sometimes. So you could be the imposter, kill somebody. And then you start, you try to blame somebody else. Or if you kill somebody and somebody catches you doing it, you'd be like, well, red killed them. And they're like, no, I saw you do it blue. And you're like, whatever red, you know, I saw you do it. And you try to blame each other and convince everybody else that it was the other person. And then at the end of that little conversation, everybody gets to vote Uh, who they want to kick off and you're trying to get the imposters out of the game if you're the imposter you're trying to not get kicked out and kick out other people at first I was like this is kind of just lame and slow pace compared to like the games I like to play but it ended up I ended up getting pretty addicted to it I streamed it for quite a while last night Uh, Richie gets in there my brother Uh, a bunch of people from my stream will join it gets pretty fun I mean we're just uh, typing typing the messages to each other uh, a lot of the streamers I watch they'll get like a 10 of their they will be like 10 of them and they're all buddies or know each other from streaming and they will they get in this app called discord and they can all chat with each other so it's actually funner when you can hear them talking about it and you can hear their voices and like if they're lying or not like you can t- sort of tell by their voices and it's kind of fun if you see me playing it come check it out uh, if you guys want to see me, or just come to my stream and say what's up, it helps me a lot. Uh, sometimes I'm sitting there with no viewers, or one viewer, or a couple viewers, and nobody's really talking. And like I said before, like I gotta kind of talk my way through the game as I'm doing it. Try to be entertaining, but it makes it a lot easier when people are there chatting with me, or or getting me going and talking about stuff, or joking with me. Uh, Minecraft, I just I don't know what else to do in Minecraft. I know you can build lots of things. I'm just a lot of times I'm pretty content just mining and looking for stuff and everybody just gives me shit because that's all I do is mine. Kelsey gives me crap. She's always like, why don't you build something, build upgrade your house or just try to figure out ways of making things or something. And I'm like, I don't know. But what I was getting to is the, the Midco guy came out and he didn't really do much. Uh, I called it Upgraded, which I'm probably going to downgrade back to the other one because what is the point of having a 50 50 50 megabyte download speed when I am only averaging like 35? And that's what they say. I actually think it's less than that. I think if I had 35, I'd be able to play and stream most games. But while I'm streaming and trying to play, it eats up a lot of bandwidth. And just, it just doesn't work for me. It frustrates the shit out of me because it's kind of what I'm into right now. I'm kind of stuck here and I'm trying to just do the attention whore thing that I like to do. That's why I do the podcast, right? I just, I just, I'm reaching out, trying to find some love because with my childhood and other times in my life, I don't want to get into the fucking deep therapy shit, you know, but I'm just... Uh, I don't know what it was like to be loved as a kid and I was always striving to be loved and I guess that's imprinted in me and that's that's why I am the way I am you know and I'm gonna embrace it like people all the time are probably like oh look at Dave trying to fucking get attention or look at him fucking playing this is me being insecure (laughs) it's what I do it's what I want to do I want to do comedy I want to be looked at I want to freaking be the the, I want to be the monkey making the most noise and that's just who I am and that's how I am and i'm not going to fucking you know live any other way i'm going to be who i am and not be fake about it i bent over while the guy was here i bent over to pick up the cat and fuck something i instantly pain in my lower back i'm like jesus man so like now it's like my neck and my back am i just getting fucking old i know i put my body through a lot of fucking shit through the days throughout the days in my life you know military fighting all that stuff talked about it a thousand times fuck man i'm just getting old and it's like i just oh i can't you know i can't handle it anymore i like to be physical i want to go do things even like i I feel so sore i don't want to go fishing and then some days i go fishing and then just sitting in the boat it's not the most comfortable it's not uncomfortable but it's not the most comfortable place to be sitting in the boat and the next day i just feel like fucking sore everywhere uh, still waiting on the stimulator, the implant thing going on. I'm waiting for the VA to hit me back with an appointment to see a psychologist because like I guess you got to see, it. is it a psychiatrist, psychiatrist first, to, you know, see if you are mentally able to handle having something implanted into your body, I guess. And lately, Robin has been buying all this uh, stuff like she got all these new light fixtures for the house. Uh, we got some tile. Uh, it's just stick-on square tile that we're gonna that we're putting in the the our bathroom. It's like a, a like a gray wood grainy color. Uh, I put down. Uh, we only bought one package of it, and we thought it might be enough, and it's not. We're we'll probably got to get another package of it. But I got like three quarters of the bathroom done with it, and it's a fucking pain in the ass trying to cut out corners and little nicks and crannies and stuff. And then around the tub is rounded, so I'm sitting here trying to figure out how to. How to like cut this tile, and it's not hard to cut. Just use a utility knife, and it cuts pretty easily. But Jesus, I you know I've, I've done a lot of like I'm pretty crafty mechanically. I used to be pretty awesome at fixing cars, and I'm pretty mechanically inclined that way. Got into welding, and I'm pretty good at, at metal fixing shit metal wise. Uh, I feel like I can fix and do most things. I'm pretty handy guy, but when it come to like fixing houses and doing stuff, I've always rented. So this is the first time we've owned a house. Robin's like, can you build a wall here? And it's like, I don't even know if I know how to build a wall. I mean, I could I could do it. <laughs> Is it going to look good? I don't know. Probably not. But she's like addicted to Facebook Marketplace right now. And uh, she, don't get me wrong, she's getting some awesome deals. All these lighting fixtures would have been like $300 worth of lighting she got for like 20 bucks, And they look really good. And it's actually a really easy fix to do. Uh, it's not a fix an upgrade to do like wiring in the house Just got to make sure you turn the breaker off your house does have enough electricity to kill you And it's the amperage or whatever that kills you uh, Most houses nowadays I would hope like if I didn't turn the breaker off and I crossed a couple wires and get zapped The breaker would click before it's enough to kill you But your house does have enough amperage to freaking kill you. So you got to be really careful and I do make sure I turn the breaker off. I uh, sometimes I test out the wires too, just to make sure before I, I pull it all apart and start touching wires and stuff. But it's relatively easy to do uh, most ho- the ho- trailer, ho- trailer house. Trailer <laughs> house, it is a trailer house, but house wiring is uh, it's pretty simple. Uh, you don't have to really solder any of the wires together. They just have those electrical uh, wire nuts for most of it, and it works just fine. Uh, mounting some of them some of them up could makes it a little difficult that they don't have the the same mounting things but most lights are pretty universal and we and I think it looks great though I'm glad we did it Uh, we got a new chandelier above the kitchen table in the dining room it's it's the house is coming along really good even though it is a manufactured home it is a trailer house I think a lot of people come in and they say man this is really spacious you guys have done, you know, it looks really good. Some of the painting we've done. Uh, when you go into like, a lot of trailer houses have like that uh, panel not paneling. It's like a trim. It's like a little thin piece of trim that they cover up the where there's space and where they where they had to butt up the drywall. So most houses they spackle and sand it down so you can't tell that there was a divide there. And trailer houses are just lazy and they just put up that stuff so some of them we pull it off and we putty it up and try to make it look like nothing was there and we do a pretty good job of it most of the time so i'm just saying the house is coming along really good from the time we moved into it the lady who lived here before she just didn't care i guess this place looked terrible the paint the paint she had on some of the walls was just gross and i think it's coming along really well we've painted the kitchen we painted the our big extra freaking family room thing we have like I redid the cat wall so all the gussets are all black now and it looks all the same. And I think it's coming along awesome. And But what I was trying to get at is like, I do all these things, hanging up all these lights, like you're holding the light up while you're trying to wire it up. I was on my fucking knees and bent over, putting all those tiles down yesterday. So like today, I don't want to fucking move. Like, Mike hit me up and he's going fishing at four. And I'm like, bro, I don't, I don't think I can even go, man. And I know I probably make any, I'm not trying to like sound like a puss. And I'm not a fucking puss, man. I'm telling you guys. I think I'm pretty tough with all the shit I've been through in the day and growing up at coon hunting and wrestling and doing all this stuff. I feel like I have. I, I think I'm a pretty fucking tough guy. Pain has fucking just kicked me in the nuts, man. And I, I wish I could power through it. And some days I do. Most days I do. But if it's a day after uh, being pretty active or doing a lot of stuff, I'm fucking hurting. And I know a lot of you guys can relate. I know a lot of people out there have been working their ass off their entire life and their body pays for it in the end. So I keep saying it, but the second half of my life's going to fucking be rough. And I know a lot of you can relate. So get off your fucking pity wagon, Davey. And Davey! Call myself Davey. I've been talking to like a lot of family back home and they all call me Davey. Oh, after covering all that, like I'm gonna talk about politics here again. And everybody's like, dude, the people are sick of seeing politics stuff being posted. People are sick of me talking about it on my podcast. Well, that's what's going on right now. And I feel like if you're one of those people who like, oh, don't get into politics and it's like, you don't have to dive in head first, but everybody should dabble their toe in it a little bit or dabble their toe, dip their toe, a little bit because I mean, it's, it's what's going on. It's, it's, we're the ones, the silent majority, if we all stepped up and we're like, all right, I don't want fucking Donald Trump. I don't want Joe Biden. Why did Joe Biden even get the chance? Because there were so many other democratic candidates. I still love Bernie Sanders, man. I think Bernie Sanders had a lot of good ideas. Call him a communist, call him a socialist or whatever. I honestly think a lot of his ideas were to help, help a lot of the working class people or, and help more of the, uh, the poor people uh, get the things that they need and deserve to try to strive and be better. At the same time, giving stuff away, does that take away work incentive and stuff? Maybe. Maybe it'll make people more lazy, which isn't helping anybody. If we all start to succeed, instead of holding, certain, you know, instead of holding each other back, if everybody succeeds – Everybody succeeds, you know, like it's just what we got to do. But it's like there's this competition and we are just way too tribal. And the team thing is just really destroying us. But uh, just real quick about the debate. I actually didn't even watch the entire debate. Uh, I watched a clip that broke down um, just little pieces here and there. And I just I didn't even watch all that. I turned it off. I'm like, oh, my God. Can they not fucking just turn one of their microphones off? So it's like Donald Trump's turn to talk. Not that fucking Joe Biden was really interrupting him that much. It was all Trump who interrupted like 70-some like times. And it's just with insults or arrogance. And it's just, if anything, it spread a light on. I mean, don't get me wrong. We all know Donald Trump was just being Donald Trump. You know, insulting, uh, cutting him off all the time. Joe Biden actually surprised me, and he was pretty cognitively there. Like, I thought he would stumble over his words. And I think he did a few times, but most of the time, I think he was pretty cognitive pretty professional compared to Donald Trump. But I think if anything, this teaches us that these fucking debates are just, it's stupid how they put these on. Uh, people have been joking about how they need to have Joe Rogan be the moderator and they just go on his podcast, just to, them two alone, and Joe Rogan just, inter, not like interviews him, but just does a podcast with them. And when Donald Trump keeps interrupting, Joe can be like, Donald, chill out, yeah? You know what I mean, Mr. President? You gotta let this guy talk. Like, you can't just keep talking I don't know if that would stop Donald Trump or not, but the way they do the debate, it it just—it just—it was a mess, and I think it showed a lot of people. Like even CNN, like all these news networks weren't even choosing a side. Like everybody chooses a side usually, and most people were like, "That was a disaster for Biden and Trump." And what the fuck? If anything, it should have freaking let us made us all realize that like why these two. Why are we stuck voting for one or the other and it is just, it's trash. It's fucking, it makes me angry and I just, I'm done with it there. You know what I mean? Like, and then people are talking about Trump didn't, cheated on his taxes or did something. First of all, if you think Donald Trump does his own taxes, you're crazy. Uh, he probably doesn't have no clue about how to do your own taxes or any of that. He's probably got one of the best accountants you can, money can buy that does his taxes and is accounting for him. And the guy just used a loophole that wasn't illegal and saved him a bunch of money, I guess. You know, and if I could do, if I had, an, if I knew a way of doing that, I would do the same thing. You know what I mean? I'm just stealing money from people who are stealing money. <laughs> it's like if people are just look, nitpicking and looking for every little reason. Like you don't have to nitpick Donald Trump to find reasons to fucking call him what do you call whatever you want to call him. You know. Uh, And then I just heard yesterday that Donald Trump and his wife uh, have COVID. Not surprised with how much traveling people they're around, you know, that they got COVID. And there was a bunch of jokes now that Donald Trump called it a hoax, but now he has it. Uh, A lot of shit going around that. he Now that he has COVID, he can't, you know, do any more press conference conference stuff. He can't do another debate. So it's like he made this, he's making it up just to get out of uh, having to be in the spotlight right now. Uh, People think he might be doing it to try to get some sympathy votes coming up here at the election. Uh, I don't know. The one thing I've noticed is like all these people saying, good, I hope he dies. I hope he suffers a terrible death and this and that. Dude, Donald Trump, he's not Hitler. He's not Jeffrey Dahmer. You know what I mean? Like he's just, he's, he's our president. And just wishing ill will or hoping somebody dies or anything on anyone, you're just as sick as they are, if not worse. Like, I wouldn't, if I heard, you know, somebody I hate got COVID, I wouldn't be like, oh, I hope they die. If, you, if you're that kind of person, man, you need to step back and reevaluate yourself and why you're so full of hatred. You know, hate Donald Trump all you want. You don't wish death upon somebody else. If you're a decent person, you don't. And I would never wish death upon anybody, unless you're fucking Hitler or Hillary Clinton. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> the last couple, the last podcast, I wanted to talk about some of the shows we're watching. Uh, if you guys haven't seen the Social Dilemma on Netflix yet, you gotta watch it. Uh, it breaks down social media and how it just used to control people. How uh, it started off as as meant to be good, but all the likes and the shit going on within social media, the sharing of fake news, processed information, like taking a video of Donald Trump and you can make it look, you can make him look amazing and, and pander to the right and, or you can make Donald Trump look like a complete idiot all in the same video, then you can post it and people in their little echo chambers will post it and they'll all watch it. And I used to try to call people out for that. I was like, my friends would post a video and I go, I can find another video that makes... I can find a video of Joe Biden that makes him look like he knows what he's talking about. And then I can find another video that was made from that from the original video that makes him look like he does, he's no clue. He's not cognitively there. That's what I'm getting at. It doesn't matter. Processed information. People making up stories and spreading fake shit and people that just, that just share it and they don't do any research. And where do you fucking do research anyway? All these places that you do research have agendas. So we're living in this social dilemma breaks this stuff all down and it is scary. I knew most of it before I watched it. It made me want to get a flip phone and just get rid of all social media altogether. But I got this streaming thing going on and I got the podcast and if you're not on social media trying to promote the shit you're doing then you're you're behind the times. How else would I tell everybody about my podcast if I didn't have social media? Uh, I've been going around. If you see a Dave Cast sticker or something, take a picture of it and send it to me. Uh, I go around and I hang them up on these little built these little uh, news boards or whatever you call them around grocery stores and malls and other things. And they're just these orange stickers that I got. And I just me and Kelsey drew them. We drew my beard and the microphone thing and just wrote on them. And we just put them out. And I I would love to get T-shirts and some merch eventually. I keep talking about that. Uh, I, I want to get a new Dave Cast logo made. I had a new uh, Funny Welder Gaming logo made. It cost me fifteen dollars, and it was from a gaming zombie thing I seen on Facebook, and I think they did a pretty awesome job. Uh, I used an older selfie where I had my Wolverine beard, and it was. I was looking through my pictures, and I was like, I don't fucking really have any selfies that I like. Either I had a big bushy beard. Or I looked fucking just depressed or stoned. I was like, mm, I don't know what to do here. So I used that one. I think it's a good picture of me. I think it works. And I think they did an amazing job. For $15? Like, I'm, I'm super happy with it, you know? And I need to get one made for the Dave Cast. I thought about uh, hitting them up and doing another one and seeing if they can't do one for my podcast. And we'll see how that goes. So The Social Dilemma. Check it out. It'll kind of scare you. Uh, it'll just really make you really realize. And then there's other things out there. Like there was this book somebody wrote. I can't remember what it's called. I didn't read it because I don't fucking read ever, which I need to. But it broke down. Like social media really started kicking off in like 2012, 2013. And that's when all these depression, anxiety, suicides. Uh, for, and it mostly was teen girls was just shooting up. And it's just because people all they do is they post the good things that happening in their lives, that they're succeeding. And if you're having uh, you know, if you're struggling and you're not succeeding or you don't think you're as pretty as these people that are posting these perfect fucking pictures with filters on them, it can make you sad and depressed. And I think that's what's happening. And you know what I mean? I post a picture of myself and I'm like, only oh, got 10 likes on my selfie. Uh, this other girl gets a thousand. What is happening? I must not be as pretty as her. And they get down and depressed and it's just, can't base, can't base anything off of likes and, you know, and, and the attention you get on social media. You know, I don't, I don't even look at how many views or listens my podcast gets. I glance at it every once in a while, but it's, it's, I'm just doing it now to do it and put it out there. If people listen, they listen. If they don't, they don't. It's therapy for me. It makes me feel productive. Like I'm getting something done. I love doing it. I love sitting here and talking. I'm just it just. It, it makes me happy. And it's something I'm getting better at. It's something I can progress at. Uh, there's goals behind it, like hitting episode 100. Uh, finally, eventually having some guests on here and there. Like, come on, Dave. You got to f- get your shit together. I'm trying, you guys. Uh, 262 days clean and sober. People are like, oh, man, that's amazing. Congratulations. I'm like, no, it's boring. I just want to get drunk. want to smoke a joint. Ha, <laughs> ha oh you guys but no i guess it is good i'm a be- i feel like i'm a better person like this way uh, it helps me with my willpower my determination i don't i don't want i feel like i just should just i just i could go have a drink and i'll be okay but then i'm starting back at zero so let's just i'm just gonna keep moving on with it and they say the. you know the after however you know the longer you go sober the be- the easier it becomes so we'll see how that goes you know and proud of myself, even though I'm always joking about how fucking boring it is and shit, but <laughs> it is what it is, uh, <laughs> uh, Oak Island Mist, Oak Island, The Oak Island Curse is another show I'm watching on Netflix, Oh, uh, it's about, it's, it's about an island in Nova Scotia, Canada, that they believe, that has all this history of these pirates that buried treasure there, Uh, that when the British army was there, they left behind a bunch of riches. There's, there's all sorts of different stories, but it's this group of guys that are, they, they digging down into these places that they, one's called the money pit. Uh, they think that there was an old shipwreck that was hidden in this swamp and they're always looking and digging and trying to figure out, you know, just get answers, uh, for all these these theories and all these old stories that they've heard about the Oak Island curse, I, I'm into it. I'm ex- I'm just they keep dragging me along as I'm waiting for them to find something of significance. And they I'm on like it's like episode eight or something, and they still really haven't found it. I'm not trying to spoiler alert it or nothing. And it's like every little thing they find, and they're just like, oh man, this this could be this or this could be that. So like they're digging through this swamp. And they find a, a plank, an old wooden plank. A guy pulls it out of the water and they're looking at it. They go, there's this a really good chance that this could be from the decking of like an old pirate ship that was, you know, sunken in the swamp or hidden in the swamp. And they're talking about how it dates, you know, them pirate. when they thought the pirate ship was sank was like back in like the early 1700s. What on earth would make you think that a wooden plank in a swamp would last 300 years? That thing would become soggy and disintegrate within freaking 50 years. You know, I'm not a fucking expert. This is bro science, but cars in junkyards, they they rust and they pretty much disappear within 100 years. So it's like how, you know, every little thing they find, they go out with metal detectors and find all sorts of stuff. Uh, They found this spike It was a giant spike. It was a freaking railroad tie spike. I guarantee it. And they were like talking about how this was used for the decking on a ship. The guy's like, yeah, they use these spikes to hold down the decking on the ships that they used to have. And I'm sitting there going, why would you use a giant spike like that to nail down your decking on a ship that you probably don't want weighing crazy amount of weight, right? Like... You see these fucking regular nails or a little bit bigger nails. This, it's like a, it's seriously, it's like a railroad spike. I don't know. I'm into it. I'm intrigued by it. Uh, but the whole time I'm watching, I get kind of like this skeptical hippo face or skeptical hippo eyes where I'm like, these dudes, they, they want to believe it so bad. And you can, even like when you look at like Bigfoot conspiracy people, alien conspiracy people, they really want to. They want to believe so bad that every little thing they find, they think it has to do with it. And somebody from the outside needs to look at it and be like, dude, that's a fuck. That plank couldn't survive in that swamp. And that is a fucking railroad tie spike. So keep looking, but I don't know. Don't get your hopes up with the shit you keep finding. Here's the thing like, I've been thinking about this alien stuff lately. And my buddy Kyle, uh, I don't talk about alien stuff much because he wants to be on my podcast and we'll. He might be the first person that I have on my podcast. Kyle, if you're listening to this, we got to start talking uh, through either like a, a Zoom type meeting or I can have him, we can just not, we can not, not FaceTime, we don't have to FaceTime, but like some audio phone call where uh, his audio comes through clear enough and he doesn't sound too broken up or too microphoney, or, you know, I'm just so he doesn't, it doesn't sound too generic. That's the only reason I don't want to like do him over phone and stuff and like Rogan's been doing a few of them. Uh, And I'm sure his equipment and his quality of stuff he has is pretty amazing. But you can tell that the person's not in studio with him. Kyle wants to come on. He's got some really interesting theories and stuff about aliens. That's what he tells me. So maybe he's just batshit crazy like the rest of us. (laughs) So I haven't brought up aliens a lot because I'm trying to save it for a podcast with Kyle. I was sitting here thinking the other day when all these people are like, I've seen a UFO. I've seen a saucer. I've seen lights in the sky. If you're an alien if you're an alien species and you have the technology to come here and fly around and and do whatever they do here why would you put fucking lights on the outside of your ship so another spaceship doesn't crash into you so a plane doesn't crash into you i don't you know what i mean like if you're trying to be stealthy you would never you wouldn't have lights on the outside of your ship why would they do that the only reason i think they would do something like that is because They do it on purpose so somebody can see it, and then they wait and watch like, I'm sure they're tuned into all of our media, social media, everything, and they would be like, all right, let's go to this guy's house and just hover above it with our fucking lights on and then fly away. And I go outside, I see it, I'm like, oh my god, I take a picture of it or even a video, whatever, and then I post it and I say, I saw a freaking UFO and then everybody just calls you crazy and they say, sure, Dave. That's a doctored picture. That's a doctored video. You're just crazy. And then the aliens are just like, see, they see us and nobody even believes them. <laughs> you know? So, like, I always joke that if I saw Bigfoot, I, don't, I wouldn't even fucking tell anybody. Because everybody's just going to be like, sure you did. Sure you did. So, hopefully, I can have uh, Kyle come on here somehow and we could talk aliens. Uh, I can probably talk... Uh, some alien theories and conspiracy theories for quite a while. <laughs> uh, we finished the first season of Ratchet. Uh, it's kind of a uh, prequel to uh, one. Uh, is it One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? Like a 1975 movie with Jack Nicholson. And I think I seen it a long, long time ago, even when I might have been a kid. And it is. It's. It's a classic movie. It is very timed. You can buy some of the stuff they say in it you can tell that it it wouldn't some of it wouldn't be that appropriate today with our pc culture that we live in now but very good movie for its time uh it won like every award that year best movie best actor best actress well there was a nurse in that movie called nurse ratchet and ratchet uh not ratchet but ratchet with a d uh it's been a it's been like a like a common saying when you have a nurse that's like kind of mean or Kind of harsh you they would be like, "Oh, nurse Ratchet," or whatever, because in the, in the movie, she's very, very blunt, uh, doesn't show much emotion, she's kind of straightforward. So this show now that Netflix brought out is called "Ratchet," And you can actually find uh, one, one flew over the Cuckoo's Nest on Netflix now, and I think they put it on there so people can kind of watch it and get an idea. Well, it's a prequel up to that movie of Nurse Ratchet, uh, Mildred Ratchet, and how she came about. And some of her backstory, and it's I like we, me and Robin enjoyed it a lot. We really did, and I can't wait for the next season to come out. Hopefully, they have another season, so we'll definitely, definitely, uh, gonna watch more of that. So if you guys want to check it out, it's it's a good show. I really liked it. Cobra Kai. Have I mentioned that I watched Cobra Kai? I watched uh, the f- first two seasons are on Netflix. Uh, third season's coming out soon. They say it is just a, like thirty years later from when daniel and you know from the karate kid the original karate kid it is it's good i like it i really do and i it was originally a a youtube channel show and it is got it's it's good i really like it you guys should check it out Uh, if you remember the old karate kid uh daniel son wax on wax off johnny lawrence the guy he fought in the finals where he did the crane kick and beat him he was the bully are in it again, and its kind it, of oh, fuck. I just, I'm trying not to explain it without giving spoilers alert, spoilers away. But check it out. I found it to be a really good show, and I can't wait for season three. All right, you guys, let's talk a little MMA before I have to wrap it up. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for the moment you have been waiting for, coming out of the red corner. The number one podcast in Grand Forks, North Dakota. The Dave Cast MMA Minute. All right, I meant to talk about this on the last podcast, and I went a little long, and I'm going a little long now. So it is the MMA Minute, so let's run through it here real quick. In the news, um, it's probably kind of old news now. Conor McGregor is in the spotlight again for being stupid. And, you know, I, have, I don't know the facts behind it. I don't know if it's really true or not, but supposedly he was vacationing in France and he pulled his dick out at a club in, in front of another woman and she's saying that she's out uh, being public about it and saying that it happened. Connor was kind of quiet at first and he's, uh, I think he's kind of denying it, but it's like, man, you're Connor McGregor, dude. You need, to, you're like one of the most famous Sports stars in the world right now, you gotta like just watch your p's and q's and just I don't know. Maybe when you got fuck you money, you don't care. I guess I don't know. I just I I had millions of dollars. I wouldn't be necessarily pulling my dick out. I'd be doing dumb shit, fucking (laughs) partying. But I definitely I don't you know you gotta fucking just. He's crazy man. I don't know. He's just Conor McGregor and he's just doing Conor McGregor shit. But hopefully that gets all settled out. I'm sure he'll fucking pay the woman off. Uh, it could be all bullshit. She might be making it up. Like, there's Conor McGregor. I'm going to say he did this because he's kind of a bad boy of MMA and maybe I can get some money out of the deal. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, the recent fights, I think the biggest one that's being talked about is uh, Israel Adesanya. Is he beating the shit out of Paulo Costa? There's a lot of hype behind this fight. Paulo Costa talked a bunch of shit. He put out some goofy videos of just just joking about how... Israel's gonna run from him and there's a few other things it's him talking shit and he is like bodied up if you it's funny the different body styles Izzy is just this tall skinny dude uh, not too muscular obviously looks like he's in shape but then you have Paulo Costa. who looks like he's been chiseled out of stone he is a freaking um, handsome motherfucker and he is 17 and 0, undefeated. Uh, Izzy's undefeated, so it, it's it's all this hype behind this fight. And Paulo Costa has this normally this in this this blitz style where he's in your face and just brings the pressure. And he throws some pretty heavy punches. And he you know he beat up a lot of really good fighters, knocked out a lot of good fighters. Uh, he beat he beat up uh, Yoel Romero like pretty decisively and then you have the Izzy Romero fight which turned out to be the one of the most boring fights ever they hardly engaged with each other and Izzy got the win in that but it was just like ugh, that fight was terrible it was so it was just terrible to watch uh, five rounds of them not doing shit was just it's just and it I understood Izzy was trying to fight his fight and he's kind of a counter striker and he moves backwards and it's not really smart to, to fall into Yoel's trap and, and have a slugfest with a dude that, that is that powerful. But it ended up making it a really boring fight because Yoel never really engaged. But Izzy, fucking dude, he came out and he kicked the shit out of Paula's front leg. And then he started just landing his shots and... There was so much shit talk. Like Paula Costa standing there talking shit to him the whole first round and I don't even know if he landed a punch. He might have landed one fucking strike the entire first round. And Izzy was kicking the shit out of his leg, landed a couple combos on him. And he's still like talking shit. Well, round 2, at the beginning of round 2, Paula Costa comes out and he totally knows he's fucked at this point. There's nothing he can do. If he was smart, he would have changed up his style and actually just tried to blitz him at that point. There was, you know, he was being picked apart. And his corner gives him the worst fucking advice. You're doing great. Keep doing what you're doing. He fucking wasn't doing anything. I just, I hate when I hear a corner not give good advice. Not that I ever, you know, not that I know if I could give any better advice, but I wouldn't have told him that. I'm like, you fucking check those leg kicks. Uh, When he throws one of those kicks, you got to step in and punch him. You got to, you know, counter strike a little bit when he's hitting. Uh, Cut him off, track him down, and... Uh, he ended up getting fucking TKO'd. Like, Izzy caught him with a nasty left hook. Uh, it actually was a glancing left hook and dropped him, and then Izzy finished him on the ground. And it was an amazing performance by Izzy. He's getting tons of shit right now online because he talked smack afterwards. And he don't give a shit, man. He's fucking the number, he's one of the best fighters in the world right now. Do what you got to do, man, to get it out there. Uh, the, the co-main event, uh, Jan Blachowicz. I don't even know how to say his name. And Dominic Reyes, Dominic Reyes coming off a loss to John Jones and in a fight where everybody thought Dominic might have beat him. And it was probably one of the toughest fights for John Jones in a long time. He, he had a little bit of a layoff but in between this Jan fight. And Jan came out and looked amazing. And Dominic Reyes didn't show up to the fight. He just didn't, he wasn't there. I don't know, he didn't do what Dominic Reyes does. And he... You know, ate some big shots and got dropped, and that was all she wrote. It was sad to see. I'm, I'm a huge Dominic Reyes fan. I like Jan. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with some of, his, some of his previous work. But I like both the fighters, but I've always kind of been like, dude, Dominic Reyes is somebody to, to worry about in, in the heavy, light heavyweight division. And he just didn't show up. You know what I mean? Hopefully he learns from this and comes back even stronger. Uh, there's a lot of really good fights to be made at light heavyweight. I think, uh, and then I don't know. Well, Jan, Jan was trying to call out uh, John Jones right now. John Jones is looking at, to move up to a heavyweight fight and looking for those money fights, those those big uh, super fights. I don't know. And then Izzy and John Jones are talking shit, and I don't know if Izzy would fare too well against John Jones. He's so much bigger. Uh, but I, if you fuck, if they make that fight, I'll pay to watch it. For sure, gonna watch it. Uh upcoming fights we got going on. Uh Bellator has an event. Um well they already had it. Jesus, dude. I have these are my notes from last week. So Bellator had an event last night. I have not seen the results. It was gonna be Paul Daly and Derek Anderson. Uh Paul Daly's a veteran. He was in UFC for a while, but he was kinda I think he punched one of the Diaz's or one of Diaz's coaches after the Nick Diaz fight or something. And Dana White kicked him out of the UFC. Uh he's been over in Bellator. Uh he's I think he's won most of his fights. Uh, he's just a nasty power puncher, and he hits you with his left hand. You get sleep. But UFC on ESPN 16 is tomorrow night. That it got it's got some decent fights on it for a free fight card. I mean, you can't you can't complain. Uh, Carlos Condit and Court McGee, two veterans, uh, both uh, who are coming off so many losses. Condit has lost. He's on a five-fight losing streak. So if Carlos Condit loses this fight, shit, even if he wins it, I would call it like, I'm done, man. Like, I just... He's just been around... He's been in the game for so long. And, and, you know, I don't know if he's evolved enough or he's just getting too old to to hang with the new... new rev, The new... uh, The new fighters that are coming in. You know, the more well-rounded fighters. And not that he's not well-rounded. He's got an awesome stand-up game. He's... He's got a good, good, he's got good wrestling and good submissions and stuff too. He's, he's a pretty well-rounded fighter, but, and he, and he's also been fighting the top of the freaking, the top of the chain of fighters. You know what I mean? He hasn't had an easy fight in a long time, uh, him against Court McGee will make for a really interesting, good fight. Court McGee, uh, he has like a, a really cool story behind him. I think he was, he was on a bunch of drugs and he was just almost near death at one point and he found MMA and he's, uh. He's made, a, uh, he's made a comeback in his life. And uh, this, I don't know. I, in a way, I feel like this should be just both of their last fight. But it should make for a really good fight. Uh, the only other fights on here I want to talk about are the co-main and the main event. Uh, Durand, Jermaine Durandame, uh versus Julia Pena. Juliana Pena is how you say it. There we go. Say the whole thing and it makes, <laughs> makes it comes out easier. Uh, Duranime. She her only losses are to Amanda Nunes, and Amanda Nunes is probably the greatest woman fighter there's ever been so far. Juliana Pena, her only loss is to Valentina Vel- Shevchenko. Those two, their losses are to, to two of the some of the greatest women fighters there's ever been. So, I feel like the winner of this fight, uh, should get, should get a possible title shot after this or a shot at the main event, which is Holly Holm and Ireal Aldana. I real, re- oh. Irene Aldana. What's up with me and names, man? A lot of these people have fucking names that aren't hard to pronounce anyway. And I do that during my stream. So during my stream, i get a lot of like Filipino, foreign people come in and their names are so ridiculous. And I'm just like, blah, thanks for the like, do you say no, I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm like try to pronounce it and it's so hard. And I, they, people think it's funny though. And I try my best. I'll ask them like, how do you pronounce it? Let me know, but so Holly Holm, uh, Irene, Irene Aldana is the main event. Holly's been around forever. Uh, I think she still is very dangerous, and I don't. If I feel like she hasn't aged at all in fight years, I follow her on social media. She's funny. Uh, she's gorgeous. Uh, she's just. She's. Uh, she's beat. She beat Ron. She dethroned Ronda Rousey back in the day. Uh, she went the distance with Cyborg. She's tough, and she's getting better every fight. Her wrestling and her grappling's coming around, but her stand-up game is just nasty. I honestly think uh, the winner of both of these female fights uh, should should face each other and then possibly uh, fight for the title after that. They could fight uh, uh, Valentina Shevchenko. Uh, and I don't I don't know what Amanda Nunes is. I don't know if she retired or what her deal is. I haven't heard much about her or any upcoming fights. She might have them. Didn't do any research on it. Probably should. Just wanted to get that out there. That's the MMA Minute, you guys. And that is the end of the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for all the support. Everybody who watches me in my venture of streaming video games at Funny Welder Gaming, thank you so much for dropping by, liking, sharing, following me, getting me talking on there. I do appreciate it more than you guys know. And thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Hit me up, davespodcast1 at gmail.com if you want to ask any questions or be on the podcast or something you want me to talk about. Uh, if you got a business, if you got got a foundation, you got anything that, that is worth talking about and you want me to shout it out, let me know. I will do that uh, to my huge listener base of 50 people. But it'll grow, and I'm just here to do the damn thing. So hit me up, you guys. Funny Welder on pretty much everything else. Dave Helmbrecht on Facebook. Dave's podcast on Facebook. Thank you guys. Later.